0: And welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee, and I'm your host, Brett Dice. For you can please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your favorite podcasting hosting sites, leave a five-star review. If you like this podcast, let's get it up to the top category in the gaming subcategory, which is leisure as well. But anyways, this week we'll be talking about various other types of games that have been either released and or new features, including Battlefield 2042, finally getting a live service event, Spider-Man getting a PSN account link, Plague Requiem, Logitech's new gaming chair, also a little bit about the new NVIDIA 4080 graphics card, and then my main thing is gonna be talking about Overwatch 2 and its complete and other, well, catastrophe, launching it wasn't the smoothest launch whatsoever it it, it's still not great but it's actually better than what it was when it first launched so let's get in with the show happy friday as always get your coffee cups ready all right time to brew Mmm, that's good. All right, and happy Friday to you all. And first up is Battlefield 2042 is going to get its first live service event. It's called the Liquidators. That's right. It finally has something that is somewhat a live service model because it hasn't had anything whatsoever since then. But it's a tactical conquest that's supposed to be focused on more infantry than all the tanks and the jets and the helicopters. So it's a very tailored type of I guess mode that's similar to Battlefield 3's Close Quarters DLC if you remember the expansion packs or the DLCs that they actually did way back when, but it's actually very reminiscent of that. So if you can think of that way back then this is kind of similar to it. Now Battlefield 2042 has gotten better than when previously launched Unfortunately, it's not there yet. The destruction is pretty abysmal. The alphas or the the game, I don't remember the name of it. The game that actually is former Dice Devs, that game has destruction like crazy. That's what they should have gone for instead of they kind of went into a not so great territory of well, there's some that you can kind of sort of see. The the ground changes. There, there's Holes in the ground, it's like great. Can we get more destruction from buildings? That would be ideal for all of us, but no, we didn't really get that. We got kind of sort of destruction in buildings. Anyways, it finally is here or is eventually gonna be coming. Whichever one it's 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 here, it's here. So if you like more infantry-focused modes this is actually the mode for you all right moving on to spider-man remastered and it looks like it's going to get a link to the psn account so if you do have a playstation account you can link it and this way you can get more looks like you can get more suits and this way you can unlock the resilient suit and the concussive blast gadget in game which actually is very useful the concussion blast In game is kind of fun to actually use that one. You also get two skill points as well if you do that. So there is incentive to actually unlock this stuff. So we'll see what this actually entails, how good this is going to be, or if it's going to be any, not really great, but yes, this could be the next step forward into actually making their own, I guess, digital distribution, program within PC, which I am not in favor of whatsoever. I'm fine with the link. The link is fine. Just don't give me something extra that I have to install. I mean, I got rid of the Bethesda one. Thank God. Hopefully I'll get rid of another one. Maybe, maybe the, maybe the Activision Blizzard merger. It's going to happen by the way, once that gets finalized, maybe Battle.net will just become Xbox as well. And they can merge the two, which I'm fine with because I like the Battle.net one more than the Xbox one, but anyways I digress you can actually do it now you get a few in-game stuff which is great and spider mans a great game Miles Morales not so much I think that was kind of just a okay game but this one is the better of the two all right moving on to the Plague Tale Requiem and if you're looking to actually play the game you can play it on GeForce Now not Game Pass but GeForce Now which I mean there's two different ones you can actually play it with DLSS 3.0 and you have to buy the 1600 or $1000 graphics card that are coming out next month not next week, excuse me, it's coming out next week. So, if you want to be able to actually play it without having to spend that much money, but you still will eventually spend as much money eventually in the long run because subscriptions are always going That way, anyways, you can do it this way. It's not a bad program. It's just... You have Xbox Game Pass, you have GeForce Now, you have the Ubisoft one, you have the EA one. I mean, it's more like a pick and choose which one is actually the best one for you. I prefer the Xbox one. I know a lot of gamers are like, no, don't do it. But it's eventually going to be the future. Unfortunately, you just got to look straight into it and be like, this is how it's going to be. Do I prefer owning physical copies? Yes, that's probably the best way of doing it. Will it actually ever come back? Probably not, unless you get like the ultra editions that come with like figurines and other stuff that I do not want whatsoever. But beyond that, it is unfortunate that it's come, it's come to this, but this is where we're at. So you have GeForce now, you'll be able to play a Plague's Tale Requiem through there. With no additional cost except for the cost of the subscription. All right, moving on to Logitech and Herman Miller are making a new gaming chair that doesn't look like a race car gaming chair because I regrettably bought one of those and I'm eventually going to be looking at not getting a gaming racing chair anymore because they're not, they're okay. They're not great, but they're not the best. This one is cheaper. And by cheaper, it's $500 difference between the first one and this one. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I was thinking like less than $1,000, but it's it's Herman Miller. So do what you want. It's called the Vantum gaming chair. And so it does have a different type of style to it. it. It does have like a headrest thing. It looks like a little more adjustable. It looks like it's a little bit more ergonomic to fit you. And it has different types of dials for that as well. So it is a chair that will help you when you're sitting down for long periods of time. These make it more comfortable in a lot of different ways. But it's still $1,000 for the chair. So do what you will with that one. I mean, it's Herman Miller. So if you're expecting cheap chairs, you're going to the wrong place in general. All right, moving on to some interesting rumored performance or at least a glimpse of performance from the 4080-16 gig. So the true 4080. Because as as moving forward, we're going to call the 4080-12 gig the 4070 because that's what it really is. Even though they say, no, it's the 4080. I'm like, no, it's the 4070. Just stop it. Stop it right now. Anyways, moving on to the actual meat of it. So it looks like from 3 D Mark, which actually looks impressive. Quite impressive. The scores for the Time Spy Extreme is 13,977 and Firestrike Ultimate is 17,209. And for Port, Port Royale, it's 17,607 for the actual scores, which is actually quite impressive. That means that it actually has been quite good. It falls behind the 3090 around 16 to 23%, or actually, excuse me, the 3090 Ti falls between 16 and 23%. So it actually beats the 3090 by quite a significant margin. Now I'm looking to see how well the 4090 will do currently and how much it will beat it because if it's a compelling performance boost, it might convince me to actually upgrade. Probably won't because I spent a lot of money on it's 3090 but you know 4090 you would almost you would have to get the water cooled one because it's just so big if you get the the fans on it now i i always prefer the fan type style graphics cards but like they're massive they're like 3 to 4 slots if you get one fan cooled i think if you get a water cooled one you can get it to 2 slots which is a lot better you have to like mount it on top or the side or wherever you can actually mount it but at least that one gives you a little bit more room to actually do it but like i said it's it's big it's massive and massive power wattage as well it's it doesn't doesn't sound or look good at all All right, moving on to Overwatch 2. Yes, it finally came out to an applause of two DDoS attacks. That's right. You could not really get in on Tuesday whatsoever unless you spent a few hours just trying to get in. It has gotten better over the days where it takes maybe 20 minutes to get in, which is not as bad. But like I said before, it still takes time. It's not an an easy thing. You got to have patience this as well. Now, first off is they are actually removing the SMS protect requirement for certain players. That means if you are an original Overwatch 1 player, you don't actually have to do this. New players, you do have to have your phone number. Now, Kotaku, and it's all its stupidity, decided to say that this SMS protection thing was racist. That's right, having people provide their phone numbers is racism now. It is discriminatory towards quote-unquote marginalized folks even though they can, I'm pretty sure, buy a smartphone. Not the flagship smartphones, but you can still buy a smartphone for a reasonable price. So the stupidity still goes with Kotaku because they can say nothing of value. They are the most valueless gaming site I've ever seen. They are stupid. All of them are pretty much stupid. I've read too many of their stuff and it's like, why are you still a site again? I've been on their site too. And they have like five different ads where I'm like, I just want to get to the stupid article that you wrote. And I have to like navigate all the ads that you have, which is like ad overload. Cause they're hurting because they don't have enough money anyways. So that's where it's at. Now they're trying to get rid of it or the, Activist journalists are trying to get rid of it. I'm I don't really care regardless. It's the uh, long list of things that Overwatch 2 has issues with. This is like on the low total pole of it, but that's where we're at. Now getting on to the actual thing. Yes, there was two DDO DDOS attacks, which is not surprising because they're the easiest ones to actually do for the past few days. They have mitigated most of it, but it's still an issue. You still have to wait to get into it, which is kind of funny because it's like, okay, why'd you get rid of the original Overwatch and we're having such a terrible time with it? But regardless, this is where we're at. Just have to deal with it. Just have to have patience and then you'll eventually get in. Moving on to my impressions. I've always been critical about Overwatch 2 going 5v5. I think it really messes with the chemistry of the game and it really goes against what the game actually was. I'm still a firm believer in that. I've played a few... Now, mind you, I'm still optimistic about this game. I'm not against this game. I don't think this game is flat-out terrible. I think there's just issues with the new design mantra of it, which is basically all all about attacking more and going by yourself and making big plays and not really being team focused. The point of overwatch was way more about team focused than it was about individual focus. And they switched it to be more individual focused and less team focused. That's my issue. You get rid of one tank, the symmetry goes and then you feel it as a tank. You're like, I wish I had that extra tank so we could tank around and do tanky things. Yes. I said tank a lot. But I miss that. I miss that ebb and flow of it. There is no ebb and flow. It's just straight flow forward. And there's no... The symmetry is just off to me. It's just off more than I like it. Sombra isn't bad, but isn't great. I still think the two to three second that I propose for Hack Time is probably the best. Do I think they'll do it? No. I still think she... She she does have need her damage buffed on non-hacking targets. I think there's an issue with that. But I think overall the changes of you can still hack turrets and everything else without going uncloaked. I think that's fine. I think having a larger barrier of that I think that's fine. I just I'm having it just an issue all around with this almost deathmatch and maybe they should just turn into a deathmatch type of game my like team deathmatch like i'm having an issue with that because like i said previous to overwatch 2 overwatch 1 was more team focused and relying on your team to get things done yes it made some very frustrating things as well but at least team wise if it worked it worked great if it didn't you felt it even though overwatch 2 players are dumb sometimes and they're like DPS difference, tank difference, tank diff. it's like, it's just team difference. Like the team was better that beat us. That's anyways, I move on from that one. I am still optimistic that I'll eventually learn it and get used to it and maybe enjoy it a little bit, but it, it just doesn't work. Like it does not work. For what Overwatch was and the whole design around more team type style focus, it doesn't work. I get shields was annoying and you could, and they fixed it for the most part just because they got rid of one tank. But you could have actually added additional rules of one shield per team, which would have actually dealt with that. Plus with the rework of Doomfist, the rework of Orisa, that changed the dynamic as well because you had more tanks without shields and you only had two tanks with shields that was Sigma and that was Reinhardt and even then Reinhardt's still not great I've played him a few times and he's not great in overwatch too because again when when you pick Reinhardt you're you have to close the gap and it's a lot harder to close the gap with with just one tank so I do think they need to rework Reinhardt to have something where he can close the gap a lot quicker. Something needs to change a little bit with him in general, but we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see what's going on with that one. Overall, I mean, I like the design, like the feels, push. I could care less about push. I don't think it's that great of a mode, but fine. It's not 2CP, fine. I, mean, I think that's what we're at right now. It's not 2CP, so it must be better. It's okay. It's not great. It's not excellent it's just okay and that's probably because it's just a new mode but it's just a lot of different corridors and a lot of different ways to flank and that's gonna be a bigger issue now the great things about it i do love the ping system and i'm trying to get myself to actually use the ping system a lot more it's just difficult when you went from playing overwatch 2 beta and using the ping system a lot more to going back to overwatch 1 and going "Why well, i don't have the ping system anymore oh well and you get used to that again now I have to go back and get used to the ping system again I really think they should just try to implement it in Overwatch One to help like ease people into that back into it, but whatever that's great. I mean the new graphical updates is great as well. The new heroes feel great. I think the new healer or support may need a little bit of a tuning. I think she is very overpowered right now, but that's just because you're still trying to figure out how to counter her as well. Junker queen got n- hugely nerfed and is not great. She's sitting at a pretty terrible arena. Orisa is probably a little too strong and Genji is very strong, man. It's hard to kill Genji sometimes very strong as well. So you're going to have to deal either deal or try to figure out how to play Genji a lot better, which may have to be me. Sombra is in a decent spot. The, the additional time for not being able to use abilities is better, but not great. I still say I'll raise this again. Two to three seconds is probably the biggest sweet spot for Sombra. Will they actually do it? Probably not. And the damage rate for her is, is not great when you don't hack. You almost have to hack the targets all the time to actually get, the best value out of her McCree is good if you can hit the shots he's pretty actually pretty powerful and then the basically the magnetic grenade can finish off any target soldier is in a good spot as well i haven't really played bastion quite yet but he's not terrible he's actually a lot he's better but he's not great as well sigma is actually surprisingly good tank roadhog you really have to play the corners you have to like Manage those corners and make sure that you're using those wisely because you are the only tank. And if you pick Rodong, you're the only tank as well. I've even played. I've seen other people people play Zarya, but she has her spots. Diva's in a really good spot. I mean, the whole defense matrix, and then the boost in that, and the boost in the her booster ability has made her a very mobile tank. So she's in a good spot. Like a lot of these characters are in better spots, but mostly it's the, it's the pure damage ones. that get the biggest boost out of all of this, especially with the new buff for DPS. We'll see as the season goes along, if it's still, if it's, if this is good or bad, but I don't really foresee this actually. I foresee changes happening. Because there needs to be a little bit more of a balance, and the balance is not quite there. I think far I played a few times with far. She's actually pretty strong if you can land shots. Like direct shots, she's actually really strong, but it's just you're landing direct shots. Zen is overpowered as always, and they still I think they still need to tweak him. But like I said, beyond this, it's in a relatively good spot. I just miss the synergies between Overwatch one's tanks. I will say the switching characters you can get the 30% if you've over 30% all charge is great. I think that allows for changing cuz I I will change characters if I need to if it's just not working out. I think it's a great spot. But overall optimistically or tentatively optimistic about it for Overwatch 2. So, what do you think? Do you like Overwatch 2 or not? Are you frustrated with waiting in the queue for it to get actually in? Let me know in the comments below. But as always, thank you for listening to Digital Coffee. As always, please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your favorite podcasting. Absolutely for five star review. And let's get to the top of the leisure slash subcategory of gaming. But as always, Have a great weekend. Play the games you want to play and see you next week. Later.